With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the RF Sports Show. It was previously recorded. All right, guys, we are live. Uh, Tuesday night show for the RF Sports Radio Show. Had a little technical difficulties there at first. It's like maybe I might have kicked the uh, mic cord out there, Royce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got to get it together, guys. We're not knowing like this, but we're, we're the new John. We're trying out some new things. Right. So just bear with us. Right. We still want you to call in. That's right. And uh, if you guys are here, we said earlier before, this is the RF Sports Radio Show. We're coming to you guys live uh, right here from our website. Instead of, a, instead of going to Blog Talk Radio, now you guys can go straight to our website at rfsportsradio.com and check out the show and listen to us there as well. We want to thank everyone at uh, DP media for allowing that to happen so now our fans can connect with us right here on our website and if you're on our website right now make sure you check out rf sports radio tv you can see some behind the scenes footage from the mavs and the knicks and also the mavs and the lakers too and we'll be talking about both of those games uh tonight as well too uh just a quick introduction if you didn't hear it before my name is rf of course and i'm one of the hosts of the show and my name is rf also and i'm the co-host of the show that's right that's right and what we try to do is bring you guys sports topics and information about a little bit of everything. I mean, we talk about NBA, NFL, college, baseball, basketball, you name it, anything surrounding sports, and we're in there. You know, no no, no problem at all. Uh, we can definitely get you guys on track with everything. And if you listen to us live, make sure you give us a call if you want to comment on any story. Our new call-in number tonight is 214-699-1942. That's 214-699-1942. And Lower Hook, you up here, screen you, and get you on track and get you right in there to to get get going with us tonight live. Now, before we get to some of our bigger topics tonight, let's cover a couple of these um, a few topics going on in the world of sports right now. Um, looks like uh, the the March Madness tournament has started tonight versus starting normally before the weekend. And, you know, they had 68 teams this time until yeah. instead of 64. Yeah, you know, I kind of like that. It gives uh, – Four more extra teams a chance to get into the playoffs. And, of course, you know there's always some Cinderella team. And, you know, this may be the year for the Cinderella team to come in and win, right? It could be. Yeah, it could so, be. Uh, you know, but I'm also going with the top picks. But I'm also going to pick somebody that's Cinderella team. It, it's always the dark arts that uh, tramples forward in the, you know, and uh, make the statement. So I'm looking forward to some upsets, some good basketball, man. And I tell you, when they talk about March Madness, man, it gets me fired up. Yeah, it gets me fired up too, man. I mean, you think about it. They had 68 teams. They want to expand eventually to 96. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah. And these teams do have a chance, like you said. I think we had the first 16 seed today to actually win yeah. a game in the tournament. That was UNC Asheville. They beat uh, University of Arkansas uh, Little Rock. To advance, and now they have a chance to go play Pitt, the number one in their particular bracket, coming up. Uh, I think that's going to be coming up Friday. Yeah, 
And, you know, it, it's nice to see David go up against Goliath. Yeah. You know, and that's always good. And, you know, it's always buzzer beaters, man. It's always last minute shots. I mean, it's a chance to showcase, uh, you know, the guys that, that are coming into the upcoming draft, showcase the talents, and showcase some schools that, that normally wouldn't be on. Well, that's television. true. That's right. true. So that does help them out a lot, a great deal as well, too. Another sport news, uh, the NFL lockout is really starting to get ugly right now. We'll talk about that a lot uh, when we got coming up later on in the show because i got some strong opinions about it. I know you do, too. Oh, yeah, man. They, they, you know, it's starting to make me mad on both, both sides. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So we'll talk about that as well. We'll be joined by our normal uh, guest also, Rick. He'll be joining us live on the program here shortly. Let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk a little Mavs basketball. We'll play some audio for you guys from the Mavs vs. Knicks and also the Mavs vs. Lakers as well, too. Let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, you'll be live with us right here on our website, thanks to DPN Media. you listen to the RF Sports Radio Show, where it's sports talk from a fan's perspective. Talk about what's popping in the sports world. RF is talking about the hottest sports topics on the net. Log on to rfsportsradio.com. This is D-Pen Radio. Tax time is coming, and you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, Blackberry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, one 974 674 uh, That's 1-888-974-6784. And it's
Uh, Coach talked a lot about toughness, but you guys seen him play real tough today. I mean, did, was it something that y'all decided as a team that some of y'all had to do? No, we know in these type of games, you got to do whatever you got to do to get the win. You know, and and, and I think when, when Coach talk about toughness, he's talking about execution. You know, I mean, nobody's really fighting in the NBA. You know, so that's not that's not the toughness. You know, you're not trying to lose. You know, game pace. So, you know, it's been tough with the ball, then physical down low, boxing out, and all the little things. And we definitely did that tonight. Are y'all starting to get y'all playoff mode in here? Yeah, I think I think everybody is. You know, around the league, all the good teams. You know, you're gonna see them start to turn it up. You know, down the stretch, and you know, we consider ourselves one of the elite teams, and we definitely got to do that. Yeah. All right. And it was him talking about, you know, not just the toughest, but getting ready for the playoffs. And you would have thought, we're looking at the Mavs and what they played against the Knicks, they were a playoff-ready team. I mean, anytime you beat a team like that that bad, um, you're always going to feel good about it. But here comes Saturday night, and the Lakers roll into town, the world champion Lakers, a team that I like, as you know. And I had high expectations for this game. Right, you, right. Right, you talking about night and day, they went from protecting the bank to not protecting the paint. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got killed, man. Uh, I think L.A. scored like 50, 58 points in the paint, and they, they they couldn't stop a locomotive that night. I mean, they they, they just got dominated. They yeah, got they killed. Did. They did. And they did. And, and the biggest stat for that game for me, uh, you know, they had a chance to win. You know, the, the Lakers was up by 10 right. a lot of the time during the game. Right. The Mavs only led by one, you know, the time that they did lead, and that, that may have been in the uh, late in the first quarter. But the biggest stat that stood out to me, Rick, was the fact that Andrew Bynum was 9 for 12, okay, 15 rebounds, 22 points. Tyson Chandler, 2 for 4, yeah. 6 rebounds and 4 points. I mean, he got manhandled down there. I mean, what's well, that saying I mean, about Tyson? You know, we we always thought he was going to be that guy to kind of solidify the middle force, but if you don't let Bynum do that to you, how are you going to get out the West? Well, that doesn't, you know, that's not just an indictment on Tyson Chandler like that. I mean, everybody's going to have some games like that, you know, and you can't really, while he, he's definitely the force in the middle, you can't really just, you know, pin all of the paint play solely on right, him. Right, right. You know, so, I, I mean, I don't think that's an indictment on him. I just think it was one of those games. I mean, in my opinion, I think he's better than Andrew Bottom defensively. Andrew Bottom may be a little bit better, you know, offensively, but, you know, as far as getting rebounds, I think Tyson is a little better. So I really just think it was an, an off game for him. But it wasn't only Andrew Bynum, you know. Andrew Bynum got 24 right. points. Uh, uh, Paul Gasol had him a nice little 16, 18 yep. points off in there. You know, so as we, as we said earlier, you know, when the Mavs play the way they played against the Knicks, they're not gonna they're not gonna lose to very many teams. But when they go out and play these type of games, which the Mavs have been accustomed to playing, when they go out and play these type of games, you know, they're not gonna win very many games. So it's better for the Mavs to stay on the other side of the fence. That's true, and you know, uh, they they managed to stay close. I, I was surprised how close the game was near the end. They did have a chance to win. That's basically. What you have to do is, is stay close enough where you do have a chance to win. But, you know, they it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't just Tyson Jones' fault. These guys gave up too many easy baskets. Really? I, I mean, you know, when the Mavericks play like that, they, they normally lose. Yeah. And uh, that's that's my only quipe about this team is, is uh, playoff. You know, you do have to play tough in the playoffs, and they have to play big. And the West – you know, it, it, it's pretty big, and if you got to go win the West, you got to go through the Lakers and Bynum. Yeah. But uh, 
I, I don't like them giving up. I, I always had a problem with their defense. You know, they trade points a lot, but they got to get tougher inside, man. I really do. Tyson has made a difference, but it's not just Tyson Chandler. It's the rest of the guys. Got to quit giving up these easy baskets. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And even more telling sad, like you said, Rick, Paul Gasol had 18, Ron Artest had 12, Kobe had 16, Steve Blake had 9, Shannon Brown, Lamar Odom both had 8. I mean, you almost had close to, what, 6, 8 guys in double figures, you know, easily. Right. And, 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 and you both the kind of points. I put some of that on, on, on Carlisle because from watching the game, I thought the Mavs should have made made better adjustments. Because when you think about it, the Mavs was pretty much in the game the whole game. They weren't out of it, and, you know, they didn't lose by very many points either. They had a chance to do it. But normally when teams go in to play L.A., what do they do? They focus on Kobe Bryant. They focus on Kobe Bryant, and they really don't pay attention as much to the other players, even players like Lamar Odom and Andrew Bottom and Paul Gasol. And when Kobe went out, the math was a little shook when it should have went the other way around. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. You know, and Roddy was a non-factor the whole second half. He just basically left him off uh, the floor. And, uh, you know, he really didn't. Do much. He couldn't get it going, you know. Early, Roddy couldn't. Roddy couldn't buy a basket. He was one yeah. for seven, two points. I mean, that's not Roddy. Roddy's game. No. You know, Roddy. It's, Roddy. It's Roddy's a scorer. You know, he he can't really do anything. He he can barely handle the ball right now. He's he's turnover prone. We all know that. But one for seven and two points. I mean, that's not that's not gonna get it done. That's not gonna get it done whatsoever. I mean, Dirk had just five. People just need to realize that 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 Roddy is young. You know, you yeah. can't really just yeah. expect Roddy to come in and dominate like that when he goes out and he shows you flashes and stuff like that. And, yeah, that's enough to get everybody excited. But we've talked about it before, and I know I mentioned, you know, what? give him some time. Let him get good. You know what I mean? Because right now yeah. he comes yeah. to the NBA from playing ball overseas or whatever. And, you know, the NBA, they're not used to those kind of turnovers. You know, yeah. and Roddy can't do that. And I think the injury, you know, him being out so long, you know, it takes a while to get in playoff. You know, they're on a run now to make it to the playoff. It takes a while to get back in basketball shape. You know, Carlisle has started them. He has show flashes, you know what I mean? But hopefully by the time they reach the playoffs, I mean, he's ready to play. He's going 110%. Oh, I agree 100%. I agree 100% what you said. Now, you mentioned uh, what, the, what I want to talk about next, and that's Kobe going out the game. Kobe, I thought, was really hurt. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think he thought the same thing, too. And that's really been the biggest story to come out of this game, more so than even the loss, is the injury that he suffered in the uh, third quarter. So after the game, uh, we all waited around. He got his ankle taped. He was stood in the training room for I don't know how long, but we all waited around for him to come out. And uh, he made some comments about that ankle and how serious it was. If you guys want to see it live, go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, or if you're there right now, there's a video of this exact video, that exact uh, interview that you're about to hear. But this is Kobe talking about the injury that he had and how scared he was with the injury, too. Like, done. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just praying that when I stood up, my foot was lined up straight. You know, all jokes aside, man, I, that scared the shit out of me. Done for the season you're talking Yes. Yes. I thought I dislocated it. <clears throat> is that, was so that changed the way you play? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> um... You know, just uh, not really sure how I was going to respond. I mean, jogging around back here and then going out and playing is a little different. Um, but, you know, it, it felt okay. You're used to shooting off one foot anyway. So. There you go. <laughs> but I usually shoot off the left foot, though. Oh. That's the one that I heard, so it was a little, 
the one I hit in the corner, I had to put a little bit more pressure on my right. But uh, yeah, it was worked out. What happened back in here for those few minutes? I just walked around, just let it settle in. I mean, I, I turned it in Atlanta and uh, just kept playing, and it felt fine. You know, it was a little swollen, but the strength was good. And I came back here and just wanted to kind of settle down and see really what the injury was because it's kind of hard to tell right away because everything goes numb. So I just walked around a little bit and uh, let it settle in and then went back out. Could you in terms of the game in here because it was a critical point, you go back out there, your teammates still have it very well under control. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction, you know, during that whole process? I know you were worried about the foot. I didn't, I didn't. We didn't have the game winning here. Okay. You know, it was just really. I mean, we're all pretty scared shitless, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, because um, it, it looked horrible and it felt worse. So, in terms of sprains, how bad? I mean, how bad is it? It's the scariest one I've ever had. No question. When did? It, at what point did you feel like? It wasn't as bad as your worst fear. Well, as soon as I stood up, I was excited that my foot was still straight. I'm, I'm really, I'm, you know. You mean on the court? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was happy to see that it was still lined up. And then, you know, I walked in and I said, okay, maybe it's just a sprained ankle and I can deal with it. And then I came back here and just kind of walked around a little bit and the strength felt good. I could push off when it was a little sore, so I had to stop being a chump and just suck it up and go out there and play. You looked like you just landed freakish, that you didn't land in anybody's foot or anything. Well, yeah, well, it, it, the ankle was already weak because I sprained it in Atlanta. <clears throat> so, you know, the strength was already mm-hmm. weak, and, and it just it just, just went. Come in, how does it feel now? What's the yeah. plan between now and Orlando? Yeah. It's just taped up now. It's just uh, it's pretty swollen. It's like a baseball outside of my ankle. But the strength is still good. So even though it looks horrible, I can still push off on it just like that. So You almost had eight players in double figures. Is this... The, the Lakers, is this the way you guys are going to get it done? You know, they talk about big three, no, no but question. is it more of a team effort? No, no question. Or is it just three? No, no, no. We, we all contribute. We all contribute. Any given night. I mean, this is how we should should play. And, you know, our bench came in and played a stream. Well, I mean, Steve came in and made some huge plays. Shannon made some big plays. Uh, and Drew was sensational. So, I mean, this is – we look good tonight. We've been talking about vitamin strip. And, again, yeah. I mean, this – yeah, he looks like he's, you know, he's kind of figuring things out. Yeah, something's happening, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if you know he's putting something in the cereal in the morning or what, but he's, <laughs> you know, something's clicking in for him in terms of exactly what we need from him, how to play big down in the post. I mean, he's just, uh, you know, he's been sensational. President, by the way, asked him if he's now the best player on this team. You <laughs> <laughs> should know that. Yeah. Mike Bresnahan, he asked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Invite him to invite. Yeah. We did not bite. Yeah, let's not hit the crack pipe yet. Was this a playoff field for you coming in here? you think it was going to be a playoff? No, it was, it was a big game. I mean, one of the things I, I, you know, wanted to, I reminded the team before we went out is that this is a team that can beat us in the postseason. And for whatever reason, whenever we play Dallas, it doesn't have that same energy you know, that we have when we play against Oklahoma or play against San Antonio. It's important to understand that this team is a serious contender and that we approach this game like that. So you guys are here this trip, 3-1, and one, and we know what happened, how close it was to Miami game. Yeah. really wasn't its own way a statement, wasn't it? Even no. you guys? It was a statement for us. Okay. We feel before the trip addressed it and said, guys, we can easily be 0-4 in this trip. Easily. Do you feel like Miami have your number? Yes. What, what was your sense? What was your sense of relief when you found out your folks were okay? Yeah, we can stop it right there, love. 
All right, stop right there. Now, now let me let me clarify what what he said right there. And one of the things I want to point out, he said was the comment about um, Andrew Bynum being the best player in the Lakers. And you heard what he said, Rick. He said, "Don't hit the crack pipe yet," yeah, because um, <laughs> he's still Kobe Bryant. Then the other part that he said was when he came on and he talked about um, when he actually said that um, uh, do the Miami Heat own you guys. Yeah. Now, he said, yeah, but I'm telling you right now, that was yeah, the most sarcastic yeah. yell that you've ever seen. If you don't believe me, go to our website right now and watch the video live because he was pretty upset about that question. Right, Ross? You know, Rodney, you and I had this discussion also. I do say that Miami owns them. Okay, there you go. They played twice. Go. They beat them twice. And I'm going to use an example. If Dallas played Philadelphia twice and beat Philadelphia twice, am I right, Rick, that Dallas owns. You ain't got to use Philadelphia, though, but I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, I, I will say this, though. Uh, uh, and Kobe is, is a trooper. You know, uh, I know how y'all feel about him. Y'all know how I feel about it. And, and I got to get a guy's prop because uh, he did uh, come out and talk to the media. He was very nice, you know, for him to come back. And he did come back in the game and played, man. Yeah. I mean, you got, that says a lot about the guy. That's true. That's true. Let me let me introduce uh, someone real quick. Uh, this is our producer, uh, Lo. He's working the buttons back there at the studio. Uh, he's with Deep End Media. I'm going to bring him on right quick because I know he's got a comment about this kind of topic. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's hey, happening? How's it going, man? <laughs> man, you was bringing in some uh, cutting edge audio, man. He kind of used the S word a few times, man. Like, is, <laughs> yeah. is, is Col- I'm going to ask you, is Kobe always like that, man? You know what? I have never. I have the first time we interviewed Kobe. Uh, he was not like that, but he was no, very, right. very relaxed. Right. He was. Uh, you know, these guys were coming off of a four-game road trip, road trip, and I think he was just kind of relaxed because these media. I mean, he, he, I was I was surprised by how much media traveled with the team. I mean, I know they they are the Lakers, they are the World Champs, but they have an entourage of reporters. Oh, yeah, even Jerry Jerry Buss was there. Yeah, they have entourage <laughs> reporters twenty deep. You know, easily. So yeah, I guess he felt comfortable. You know, around us. I mean, he met us once before. We've talked before, but you're right. I mean, I was surprised too. You know, that's why I put it up on the uh, on the website. I think people will be surprised by something like that. That's something that you're not going to hear anywhere else. I don't think. Now, and, and he was he was a little different this time. Uh, like I say, most of the media waited around, and he was the last one to actually leave the locker room. You know, most of the players that left, and for him to come out and speak to the media. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, most guys would just went on, but he did stick around. And I think they were pulling up the, the hardwood floors when we left, yeah. you know, sticking around in Kobe's statement. But, you know, he, he usually not like this, but uh, he, he, he was he was funny. You know, you have to go watch it on the website. He was relaxed. Yeah. He was cool, you know. And uh, I think they were just happy, like I said, to, to be 3-1. and one. You know, they could have won that Miami game, yeah. but they let that go. They're just happy to be three and one and get some good teams. And Lo, let me ask you while we got you on the air, man. Let me get your opinion because I haven't ever asked you this before. But what do you think about the comments that the media were making and they even asked Kobe about it about Andrew Bynum being the key to their third title? I mean, you think he is the best player to get them where they need to go? Well, you see that that was the one defining factor what kept Carmelo Anthony from going over there. Denver wanted. Uh, Andrew Bynum and and, right. and uh, the Los Angeles Lakers said absolutely not. So um, you know Paul Casal is getting older, and right. you, you have to ask yourself 
how many gun how many bullets does he have left in that gun you know yeah. and i think since that trade about 2 3 years ago the since that trade went down to get Parker saw, that's pretty much we're off. And you got right. kids like Blake Griffin coming up. You got, right. you know, right. uh, uh, LaMarcus Alderidge. Uh, I'm probably saying his name wrong. He coming up into the ranks too. So y- this league is going young. And and yeah. and, and you, Phil Jackson's coming into his uh, probably his last year coaching. He realized that. And, 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 and uh, the Lakers – has to start looking towards the future. And the one thing I like about the Lakers is, even though um, they know that some of these guys are getting older, like Derek Fisher, because they're going to have to go out and get a, a point guard sooner or later, they still do stuff to contend. A lot of t- right. a, a lot of teams like Minnesota, Milwaukee, you know, uh, they t- tear it down. No, 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 they're going to go through a, a, a two, three seasons of growing pains. And then eventually they'll gradually ease themselves back into the playoff picture. Not the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers they gonna they gonna get a they gonna try to make a big splash into a trade or 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 try to acquire a player at the and at the same time develop their own players. So man, Andrew Bottom man he is a big key if he's healthy, and that's a big sure. if. If he's healthy, he's a big key to that Los Angeles uh, Lakers organization. I agree. I agree 100%. And, Rick, I want to get your opinion on this, too, because this is a pretty good topic right here. I mean, if is Bonham the key to them getting that third title? Is, is that who it's going to come down to? No, I mean, I think he's a big key for doing that. You know, it's the Los Angeles Lakers, man. And around these days, um, Kobe Bryant is the key to, the, to all success in L.A. You know, as Kobe, you know, L.A. is going to go. You know, now Kobe is getting a little older, right? And I agree with Lowe that it's my time that the Lakers start, you know, looking uh, towards the future. One thing about Andrew Bynum is he's got that knee injury, and that's one of the worst injuries you can have because it ain't going to get no better. You know, I mean, you will be able to stabilize it, but it's not like – it's not going to be So I don't know exactly how much – Andrew Bottom is gonna gonna give LA deep into the future. You know, he might be able to give him a good four or five more years, but I don't you know, wouldn't say that he's the key right now. You know, yeah. it's definitely Kobe and as Kobe go, LA goes. Period in the story. Well that's, that's a good point. And you know, this this team has a good mixture of veteran players and, and young players and, and you know, they don't throw anybody out on the floor. You really have to develop your skills in LA. Yeah, to get a start road. That's true. And Bottom is the key, man. It, this guy is a bear. I mean, I stood next to him, and I felt like a, I felt like a dwarf. <laughs> and how many how many dominant centers are there in the West? West yeah. I mean, you got to have somebody contend with true. with the East. So true. yeah, he is a big key. Yeah, I agree. With that. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I definitely think it's a big piece, but it's all about you know for LA, it's about attitude, you know, more right, than just, right. just talent. And you heard Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, he, he, I bet if you see the look on his face when when he answered that question about Miami owning him, right, you know, yeah. that's attitude. You know what I mean? Kobe would admit right. that L.A. owned him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Before we get to a quick commercial break, uh, I want to say one thing, though, because the other story of the night was the fact the war of words between Phil Jackson and um, and Mark Cuban, and that that didn't stop whatsoever. We were at the game the last time they played. Oh, yeah, it was, it was about the boy <laughs> toy nation deal, and uh, Phil said something I thought was really, you know, really, really kind of 
it may have crossed the line a little bit. He actually said to us uh, before his, uh, the game started that he felt like Mark Cuban cost them the NBA Finals against the Miami Heat for his, for his complaining about the refs. He actually said this to us. And when we asked Mark Cuban about that, he said, you know what, I can't come in on it as much as I want to because if I do, then I'm going to get fined. You know, that's exactly what he said. We've got out of it for that. We should have we should have played that tonight. Right. Uh, but, you know, the other part of it was the Cuban was like, you know what, you know, you know, Cuba fired back at him. He had a quick joke about it because uh, Phil also made a joke about, well, maybe I'll get in on the deal when I retire with him and Charlie Sheen, you know, HG Net. Right. <laughs> so Cuban came back and said, you know what, maybe we'll get Phil Jackson involved. Right. We'll call it two men in the seven-footer. <laughs> instead of two and a half men. So Mark was sharp that, that night, and also Phil was as well, too. But these guys, I guess they don't like each other. Who knows? Uh, Jeannie Buss was there. Dr. Buss was there. Right, Everyone was right, there that night. Right. So it was a great game. Let's take a quick uh, commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to jump into this NFL lockout business. And uh, stay on with us, Rick, if you can. Lo, I know you're there, too. We'll just ride four deep the rest of the show. But stay on with us. Keep it locked at rsportsradio.com, powered by Deep End Media. We'll be right back. We're at Sports Talk from a fan's perspective. Talk about what's popping in the sports world. RS is talking about the hottest sports topics on the net. Log on to rsportsradio.com. This is Deep End Radio. You're listening to the Deep End Media Network. Your Deep End News starts right now. Good evening, everyone. This is Low Watts, and this is your Deep End Sports Lab. Let's check the scores from around the NPFL. The San Antonio Warriors bone crushed the South Texas Bone Crushers 37-6. We want to thank Tony Lewis for the call. The receivers to the right, split to the left. I back there for Cooler and Anthony Evans in the back. Oh, Baker drops back. Oh, first time to Freeman. Matt Washington to the 10, to the 5, touchdown. First pass. First play from the San Antonio Warriors. Like about a 64-yard touchdown from Mr. Baker to Mr. Washington. San Antonio Warriors up. First play, 6-0. Well, I told you, San Antonio Warriors are coming out with that high-octane offense. It looks like Coach White is coming right out the ground, firing the weapon. All kinds of plays. Go top these home pressures off the guard. It looks a little bit weird right now, but I'm pretty sure the players will get these guys back together and recoup and come back and we'll see what they do in the offensive. Thanks again, Tony Lewis. That game was played right here on a deep end radio network. Walla County beat Waco Thunder 15-12. That was a very, very close game. Another close game, the El Paso Seminoles come up victorious. They beat the West Texas Outlaws 38-22. In NFL news, the NFL lockout continues. NFL owners are set to meet tomorrow in New Orleans. Meanwhile, the NFL Players Association, or shall I say the trade union, has already reached out to some potential draft picks in the NFL draft, and they advise them not to show up. So they're trying to boycott the NFL draft. Here's what Commissioner Roger Goodell had to say to the trade union blocking out these players in the, in the NFL draft. One of the things that makes the NFL draft so great is that it's uh, an opportunity for these great young players uh, to realize their dreams, their hopes and dreams. And uh, 
anyone that I think would interfere with uh, all the work that they put in to walk across that stage and become an NFL draft choice. Uh, I just don't think that's in the best interest of the young men and their families that have worked so hard to get to that stage and get to that opportunity. Uh, and it clearly is not something that the fans are going to want. Also, in NCAA men's basketball, March Madness is underway. We already have one game in the books. The University of North Carolina Asheville beat the University of Arkansas Little Rock 81-77. to The University of North Carolina will take on the University of Pittsburgh. That sounds like a very, very interesting game. I am Low Watson. and this is your Deep End Sports Last. Watch us and watch them. Then you'll see who brings it to you first about minor professional sports. That's right. Uh-huh. Deep End Media. Sports World over here with Coral Brewer, the newest addition to the Mavs. Talk a little bit about coming to this team, how you fitting in. You had a great game, uh, last home game. Talk a little bit about how you're getting used to the whole feel of the team. Um, no, I'm getting used to it. I like it here. It's a good place, you know. You got a winning attitude around here. So for me to come here, I just want to help the team win. And so far, so good. But so far, you made a huge impression on our listeners. You know, they like the way you play your tenacity. I mean, is that your game? Is that your color cord? Is that what you want to be known for? Oh, yeah, always. You know, ever since I've learned to play basketball, it's all about hustle, playing hard, and just, you know, helping the team win any way I can. So now as you guys get ready for a playoff run, it's been a lot, you know, in the media about toughness, team being tough. Coach talked about it. Mark talked about it as well, too. I mean, how tough do you think this team is? Um, I think we're tough, you know. You know, once you get that label, some people try to call us soft, but I don't think we're soft at all. You know, we just got to prove it to everybody else. So you've been on a lot of teams, but how good do you think this team could be this year, especially, you know, in the playoffs? Um, I think we can be really good. We're going to be a tough team to beat, and, you know, I think we got the people to do it. And March Madness coming up, of course, we all know about your guys' story run and in the tournament when you were there. Talk a little bit about what you see going on here in the coming uh, week. Uh, anything can happen in March Madness. <laughs> like, I remember my sophomore year, nobody expected us to have a chance to win, and we won it all. Right. And then we were supposed to win, and we won it all my um, junior year. So, right. you know, anything can happen. You know, I'm pulling up for my Gators right now, so we're <laughs> the dark horse. They better watch it. You still talk to some of your old teammates, y'all still talking right this time of the year? Oh, yeah, always. You know, we talk during the year anyway, especially yeah. Alan, Joe King, and Torrance overseas. Yeah. So we know what it's like. Special time right now. All right, cool, man. We are back live with the RF Sports Radio Show, powered by DFAN Media. There was a live interview with uh, Corey Groove. We caught up with him before the Lakers game. Well, thank you for doing that and coming on with us. Jerry talked about March Madness, which we still got to uh, talk about with as well. Let's go ahead and jump into our next topic real fast. We're going to talk about the NFL lockout. Uh, because it's getting ugly right now, Royce. Yeah, right now it is. And, and I kind of figured it was. I hope it wouldn't have gotten to this point. I want to see some football. I want them to get this dissolved. But it, I think it's going to drag out now because it's in the courts. It's out of their hands. They're not meeting. They're not talking. And that's not good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and the biggest thing was, you know, uh, you know, in all of our recent polls, all the people we talked about on the show, since we've been talking about this right. story since it first broke, was the fact that, you know, uh, the biggest thing was a lot of people sided with the players. They yeah. felt like the players are going to get in the short end of the stick here. They knew the owners had all this money. 
Yeah, all the stuff in the media about them holding on to $4 billion for this lockout the last two years. All this stuff because the players wanted, you know, just to just do. They wanted to be safe. They wanted more money. The veterans wanted more money. Well, the players really did something today that, you know, really kind of rubbed the fans the wrong way. Yeah. And, and you heard that in the sports update, they asked 17 of the top prospects not to show up to the NBA, to the NFL draft. You know, and and, and, and Ross, I know you got strong opinions yeah, about yeah, that. I have a problem with that, and I'm about to talk to Rick about that too. Uh, you know, these guys, they have to remember when they came through the draft, how important that was for the families, you know, how exciting that was. And to, to bribe these guys are the same thing. It, it, it rubs me the wrong way, Rick. I don't like that. If my son uh, was going, getting drafted, it's a big day for the family and for them to boycott it, uh, throw some kind of ring it to the pride. It's really, I don't like that, Rick. It hurts me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, I, and, I got, I, and I know I got I, strong opinions about it, too. It's just, you know, everyone has their day. And, that, and that's one of the biggest days of your career is being drafted. Right. Taking that picture with the commissioner, putting on that hat, yeah. you know, building that fan base right away. I mean, just think of just think of none of the top twenty picks show up to the draft. No, uh, that's that wouldn't be a good situation at all, in my opinion. You know, I mean, it's, I certainly understand what the players' union are doing. You know, at, or at least in my mind, you know, I think that they, you know, just out there, they, they're trying to make it just as bad for the NFL, put a black eye on the NFL, just the same way the NFL is doing the players. You know, I, can, I mean, I can understand the strategy. I just don't like the tactic. You don't want to ruin those guys at that moment. You know, that moment, you know, to some of those guys, that's like walking across the stage and getting your high school diploma or getting your college diploma. You know, that's, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ruin them at that moment, man. That, that, that rubbed me the wrong way, you know, so I can certainly agree with a lot of the fans that are out there right now. And then it does, of course, more has come out about the story. Uh, there has been accusations that this is in the direct response to the NFL owners and Roger Goodell decided to cut all insurance benefits, health insurance benefits for not just players, but families also, too. So that means their wives, their kids, that no longer have health insurance uh, because of lockout. That's something that the owners and the uh, commission decided to do. They wanted to cut all health benefits for families, and, and this was a direct reaction to that. You know, it's kind of like a tit-for-tat type of thing. You hit me in my shoulder, I'm going to hit you in your shoulder type of thing. But, you know, it's time really, you know, we got to look at this at both angles. If you had to pick a side, we got to pick someone's side here. I mean, both of these teams, both of them going to go back and forth. It's going to get uglier. It's going to get nastier. I think in general, I think we all just want to see some type of football, you know. But, you know, if you had to pick a side, Royce, if you're looking at both sides here, I mean, even if the players union does get these guys not to show up to the draft, I mean, they're still lobbying to get the NFL rookie salary cut. Yeah, but, you know, you, you know no, who wins in that? The fans are the ones suffering. The families are the ones suffering. I mean, who wins in this? And, you know, if you look at it, and I hate to get into politics, but I don't know if this is the direction the country's going because we're seeing the same thing up in Wisconsin, the breaking of the union. You know, I don't know if this is where the country's headed, but I, I really don't like it. But at the same time, you, you can set aside your differences for one day. Yeah. And that's all they asking for is draft day. Yeah. You know, if, if that was the case, you shouldn't even have a draft. 
Well, that's, that's the thing. They, they say that the draft is uh, violates antitrust laws because they think it's, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they're looking at everything that they can do okay. to gain some leverage in an argument. But at the end of the day, it's $9 billion on the table. Okay, there's $9 billion on the table, not in an account, not potentially $9 right. billion. There's $9 billion on the table. I have to think that grown men have a chance, can split $9 billion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, some kind of way they can split billion? $9 billion. Yeah. $9 billion. There's got to be a way to split that some kind of way, and everyone wins in the aspect of it, too. I mean, everyone's got to make a living. All right. You know, Roger Goodell's making a dollar right now right. a year. You know, every, everyone's got to make a living some kind of way. I mean, but, Rick, if you had That's a look at the situation, you know, who whose side are you on in this matter? Man, let me say that. First of all, that dollar situation that Roger Goodell is doing, that's yeah. a straight-up PR move. You know, I mean, he, he's trying to he's trying to show everybody, you know, look, you know, I can suffer too. Man, nobody want to hear that. It's okay to make a yeah. dollar for a year when you've been making twenty. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, you've you been making it, twenty million. It's okay it, for you to do that. It, everything, everything is a PR move at this point. Right. I mean, everything. Well, some of them, some of them are some of them are bad PR moves. Like I said, like right. with with the players' union, you know, asking those guys to stay out. You know, at a draft, that's a bad PR move, but then they counter that by wanting to put them on their own network. They're trying to get some network that would go ahead and interview these guys, and instead of them getting interviewed by whoever from ESPN, they'd be getting interviewed by their own teammates and stuff like that. So the, the players union are trying to put something good together, you know, but that's a low, 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 low move to remove that insurance spot, you know, because now you are effective families. You know, it's no telling what some of these players got going on in their lives with their families, wives, kids can be sick, all this kind of stuff. That's a low Low, low move, you know. So just based on that alone, I'm out side with the players. Well, well, I have to say this: Welcome to our world. <laughs> everyday people go yep. through this every day, and it's happening more and more in America. But you know, I, I have to say two things. You know, and back to the draft day thing. I hate to change the subject, but these guys are not. <clears throat> excuse me, are not yet NFL players. So we exempt them from the players union. Yeah. And at the same time, uh, uh, they're going to collect union dues when they are players. Well, that's true, so, too. So, too, too. you know, either way you go, these guys are, are, are getting treated bad for nothing. And another another. Hey, Rodney, Rodney, what you, what you think about your, uh, your your boy Von Miller from up the street? What you think about him getting in on the antitrust lawsuit? Man, you know what? I, I've been. I have reached out to Vaughn uh, to try to get him come on, come on the show, and I'm hoping he's going to come on uh, next week. I haven't. I don't have a written his song yet. I'm trying to get him on before the draft and on draft day too, because uh, I want to ask him directly. I want him to come on the show and kind of explain, you know, his actions and what he's doing. Now, Vaughn. Now, Vaughn's going to be a, a top three pick. Yeah, so he's going to be a top three pick. He might. I'm thinking he's going to go to Denver at number three, but he's going to be a top three pick. And, and that, that's the question I have for him I'm and, and for other guys. Cam I'm thinking Cam yeah. I'm keep thinking all these other guys. My question is to them is, if you follow this precedent that they want to set by not going to the draft, at the same time they ask you not to go to the draft, they're lobbying to cut your pay. Right. At the same time, right. at the same time, they're trying to get the rookie, the rookie scale set to where the veterans can make more money, which is something that the veterans want. 
but they're at the same time trying to cut your pay at the same time. So it's kind of a double, it's a double standard in my opinion to ask a guy not to show up on draft day, a a time he can get huge publicity, rise his stock, get some endorsement deals, you know, be live on ESPN, let the whole fan base know who he is. But at the same time, you're going to ask this guy to take a pay cut his first year. I mean, to me, that's kind of hypocritical from the players' union. And in my opinion, I know that Demora Smith is a new guy. Roger Goodell's a new guy. No one wants to lose. No one wants to have the egg on their face. But there's something about compromise in where both parties can get something that they want. You know, and and there's too much money on the table, too many other lives at stake. The guys that work in the uh, arenas, the guys that sell tickets, the guys that work in parking, that clean up the stadiums. All these guys' lives are affected by two Two groups of people that make millions of dollars. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. We don't so none of us no. think that's right. <laughs> none of yeah. us think yeah. that. You know, I work. I work extremely hard, and I don't make nearly that type of money. Right. So I can't understand. I can't even fathom how somebody would argue over nine billion dollars. It is the case with billionaires versus millionaires. And, you know, that's all it is. Hey, guys, do you want to hear from from audio from the commissioner when he was asked about how he felt about the the draft boycott? Right. All right, here's Roger Goodell. Yeah, it kind of sounds like politics, then. It's uh, an opportunity for these great young players uh, to realize their dreams, their hopes and dreams. And... Uh, anyone that I think would interfere with uh, all the work that they put in to walk across that stage and become an NFL draft choice, uh, I just don't think that's in the best interest of the young men and their families that have worked so hard to get to that stage and get to that opportunity. Uh, and it clearly is not something that the fans are going to want. Well, he's he's right about that, man. Uh, I want to know how the fans feel. You know, I'm a football fan, and and really, at the end, we're the one that suffer, not them. Right, right. <laughs> you know, we're the one that suffers. We, we, we're part of this, too. Uh, a lot of this salary comes out of ticket, right. concession stands, you know, uh, TV, us watching on TV. I mean, like I said, it doesn't affect them. And like I said, I think the fans are the ball guy. Yeah, but there you go. Here, here's my here's here's what I want to propose to everyone listening. You know, if you listen to us, if you listen to us on a, a simulcast, or iTunes, or listen to us live right now, my my challenge to everyone listening: if you really feel like the fan is not being represented here, if you really feel like the fan is the one that's going to suffer, I want everyone to email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com because we're going to put together a fans union. Yeah. Okay, a football fans union. We're going to have our own representatives in each city. We're going to be the tea party. That's right. We're going to lobby. <laughs> we're going to lobby for what we want from the game. We're going to lobby for what we want. Cause I don't think no one speaking for us. Right? <laughs> we just want to see football, you know. I think we're going to start our own NFL football fans union right here, starting right here today. So if you guys are listening to us live, email us at rfsportsradio at gmail.com and uh, let us know your opinion so we can get you on our list. Yeah, we're going to be the beer party. Yeah, hey. The beer party. Yeah, there you go. So the tea party, That's we are the beer, beer party. party. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, 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 all right. The Dallas beer party. It's yeah. all. Okay. And then when we get through with that, can we get a break off of this gas pressure game? Come on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's we might well represent everything. <laughs> and we're going to have a beer party. We get drunk, 
and go to gas station and stand there and yell at people. You know, <laughs> uh, we can and go we, to the door and the NFL game drop and yell at the players and all we can actually get out there and put a dent in the NFL's plans, but the government going to look at us like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. But we got to buy gas. We don't have to go to the game. We got to buy gas. Yeah, we can We can figure out something else on that. It might be a bigger nut to carry right now. Let's take a quick break real fast, and when we come back, we'll get reset. We're going to go into our last topic tonight. We're going to talk about March Madness. We're going to be actually filling out our brackets for round two which is, sounds funny, round two right. is the 6014. Right. We'll be filling out our brackets live on the show, so y'all stay tuned. Keep it locked. You listen to the RS Sports Radio Show, powered by Deep End Media, where sports talk from a fan's perspective. about the hottest sports topics on the net. Log on to rfsportsradio.com. What's up out there with the world? What's up with it? boy Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, every Wednesday... Y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. You hear it? Icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if right you're a Facebook now. lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know right what to do. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right you're now. you're still in the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you're still on MySpace, hit us up, 972. We ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, the reason that you're hearing my voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on. Yeah. And, uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. This is the RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at lawapps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S, or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, 1-888-974-6784. That's 1-888-974-6784. And it's lawapps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. Tax time is coming, and you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214 214- 
431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call on-time tax services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. Calling all models. Calling all actors, actors, all music artists, music calling artists, all comedians, comedians and producers. I got producers. a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paying gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. Okay. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to webookgigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. Now, let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal I Twitter, like that. Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about webookgigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. Webookgigs.info right now. Right now. It's the hottest show on Monday night. CG. Hey, let's take this call from 817 area code. 817, who we have online? Hey, this is Patrick Porter. How are y'all doing today? What's All right, man. Porter? 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 This is my first time listening to your show. It's pretty cool, man. Oh, okay. yeah, hey, man. You better. <laughs> it's it's like it's popular already. It's just barbershop yeah. uh, radio. You know, what's going on? I've been, in, oh, I've been involved in semi pro football for about nine years, man. It's about time someone did something like this. That's right. We're doing it big like the state of Texas. It's Saturday Night Lights, heard each and every Monday night, right here on Deep End Radio. It's the league with the hottest teams. Back, now short, looking down the middle, touchdown! That's number eight, Sidney Barnes. It's the league with the hottest media networking. It's also the league that hears your voice. At the MPFL, the commissioner is unaffiliated with any other team. The chairman of the Board of Regents is also unaffiliated with any other team. But most of all, we're the League of Champions. And with the victory tonight here, they will finish the season with the number one ranking in the semi-pro football BCS. They are your national champions, the Wichita Falls Pipers. This is the M. The League of Champions. For more information about the MPFL, log on to mpflfootball.net. The MPFL is taking applications for the 2012 season. If you're interested, contact the commissioner of the MPFL at mpfl.commissioner at yahoo.com. It's the real sports talk champion. RF Sports Show. RF Sports Show. People say I don't like LeBron. I think LeBron's a great player. I think he's really a great player. But I think there's something about him. It's just just something that that is just missing from his game. It's like he can do everything, but just can't do enough. Career-wise, Melo's averaging 24.8 points a game. LeBron's averaging 27.7. But this year, they're about even. Melo's averaging 25. LeBron's averaging 26. Career-wise, they're rebounding. Talking the hottest. With appearances from the hottest names in sports. 
uh, Saturday, there there at least be either one game, two games, perhaps even three games to be uh, broadcast, whether it's on a radio or whether it's on uh, webcast. Also, April 8th, let me make this announcement. April 8th, we will be um, debuting our first Friday Friday night game. It's kind of a it, it, to I guess it, it's, this is real big to us. It's kind of like football on Thursdays on Thanksgiving. It's you know right. it's like it's kind of like that to the NFL. So having a modern professional football game played on on Friday, uh, uh, that's this is a, a very very huge opportunity for us, and we hope that we could probably get a game or two. Uh, from mm-hmm. uh, every season from this point on on a Friday and kind of give uh, fans an alternative to a Friday night instead of going yeah. out to the club or just sitting at home. Hey, let's go check out this spring football game. And most importantly, we also providing everyone with that fix while the NFL mm-hmm. is trying to right. divvy up $9 billion. This football still <laughs> be played here in spring. Right. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you said it because I, I, there is alternatives out there for football fans. And I've been to a game. I actually had uh, the president on uh, on our Tuesday show last week, uh, Dwayne Gordon, DG, and, um, and it's a really good game. I mean, these guys take it serious, uh, and it's and it is uh, you know when they say minor professional, the professional part is key, and I noticed that not just in uh, the game I saw, but the way the organization is run, the way the league is run, professional is very very key. So if you guys want to hear or get a sample of it. Make sure you check out our website. We'll be streaming it all day long. And then also, if you want to check out if there's a team close to you and how to get in contact with their team and find their schedules and where they play it, go to mpflfootball.net and uh, find them there. We're going to put a link to that on our website, too, so you guys be easier uh, to find it also. Let's jump in real quick, and thank you for doing that, Lo. Let's jump in, jump in real quick and go ahead and close the show out with our NCAA brackets. March Madness is upon us. And oh Royce, yeah, and Russ, we don't talk a lot of uh, college football. I mean, college basketball. We don't talk a lot about it, but this is the time of year when you really want to watch it. Am I right? Yeah, you have to talk about it. That's the biggest thing going right now. It's March Madness. I look forward to this every year, Rodney. And you know, I, I usually start my bracket when it gets down to the Sweet Sixteen, <laughs> but I'm gonna go out on a limb this time. I'm gonna, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna make my picks early and uh, pray and hope that my team is in the Sweet 16, uh, uh, make it down in the bracket. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's bring it on. Yeah, and, and I urge all of our listeners, if you listen to us uh, at any time, uh, send your brackets to us so we can all kind of see, you know, what your picks are, comparing the odds, and we'll post some of the brackets that you send on the website. So make sure you send it to rsportsradio at gmail.com or go to our website. We'll put up a picture of our bracket uh, there as well, too. So let me, let me look at some of the Yeah, I want to be Rick. <laughs> Let me bring up some of the games that we got real quick and um and see how this goes. Now we don't watch a lot of college basketball. So let me just let me just I say do. that first. Well you may do, but I don't. I don't watch a lot of college basketball. So there's a couple of teams that I'm eyeing, you know, okay. that 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 I think are making. Now first of all, the number one seeds uh the number one seeds are gonna be Ohio State, Duke, and also um Ohio State, Duke, Pitt, and Kansas. Yeah, those three teams are going to be the big teams, okay? And then you have, uh, of course, they're not a number two seed, 16 seeds. We talked about those as well, too. So while waiting on my bracket to pull up here, let me ask you, Royce, do you think that is any going to be big upsets come 
Everyone is always upset. They're always a Cinderella team that, that makes it in. Which team this year is going to be the Cinderella team? I have no idea. But I do have an idea who I'm going to pick as my Cinderella team. I'm going to go with the number one seed. <laughs> uh, you going to go with them to win it all. To win it, yeah, to, to go for But I do have one upset. I'm saving that to throw on you later. Okay, okay. Well, you got one upset. Now, my thing is, I think that it's going to be a team that's out of the top. Yeah. That's going to, you know, make a good run, right? Right. So that's the, that's the key to making a bracket. You got to figure out what team that you may not have heard of, no one else would know, uh, that you think may, may make it to the bracket as well. So let me pull up our bracket here because we're going to do this live tonight so we can put this thing on on the website here. Now let's go to round two. This sounds funny. It's actually round two for the 64 because yeah, they had the 68 right. teams. Right. Okay, so let's go to the first game. The number one seed, Ohio State. They're going to be playing either UTSA or uh, Alabama State, one of the two. Now, I'm going to pick Ohio State. Yeah, you know, I saw Alabama play. They're, they're really a physical team. They're really athletic. But I'm going Ohio. Yeah, I mean, you going to pick a 16 seed? Yeah. Okay. Don't, know, uh, don't pick a 16 seed. Not okay. this no. Okay, now here's a hard one here. You got the number eight seed, George Mason and Villanova. That's my upset pick. I'm going with Mason. Well, Mason's eight seed. I'm going with Mason. Okay, go ahead. Go with George. <laughs> I'm going to go with Villanova. All right. I'm going with Villanova to win that game. And then we got uh, five West Virginia going up against UAB or Clemson, whoever wins their play-in game. Uh, so who you like in this one? Last year I went against West Virginia. They broke my heart. I'm going with West Virginia. Okay, you can go with West Virginia. Okay. All right, so you go West Virginia. I'm going to take West Virginia too. We're already getting a lot of reaction on the uh, on the web right now. Right. Uh, shout out to uh, com. They're advertised on the show. They really think that San Diego State is going to be the Cinderella and BYU. Wow. going to be a Cinderella. So yeah, I got, I got BYU with my pick. Okay, so we got Ohio State advancing, Villanova. West Virginia, and then the four and the thirteen seed are playing Kentucky and Princeton. Wow, that's gonna be a hard. I I, I gotta go with Kentucky. How could you not go with Kentucky? Okay. I mean, we all know. Like, the I gotta make it exact, but I just say you won't be picking. Okay. okay. <laughs> we gonna go with Kentucky on that one. So let's wrap to the other bracket. Uh, number six Xavier versus number eleven Marquette. Xavier. Okay. I'm gonna take Xavier on that one too. I'm with you on that. Then we got the number three Syracuse going up against number fourteen Indiana State. Oh, you got to pick Syracuse to even make this Sweet Sixteen, man. Okay. Well, I like Syracuse too. I'll, I'll run with that. Like I said, I don't watch a lot of college basketball, and I do want to stress that these picks are for recreational purposes only. Okay. Yeah. Don't so, bet your Don't bet your rent on I'm it. Tell you, if you lose your car or you lose your house, do not send us an email. Right. Okay. Do not send us an email about that. These are for recreational use only. Um, and uh, we do – okay, so Clemson did win. I'm sorry. Clemson won. Right. Okay. So it will be West Virginia versus Clemson. Okay, they did win. Well, we got West Virginia advancing. So we got number seven, Washington, over uh, playing number 10, Georgia. That's another hard pick. I, I, I like Georgia. I, I, I go Georgia going upset. Name one player on the Georgia team. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Okay, you go, go with Georgia. I'm going to go with Washington. We'll go Washington. I heard some good things about that Washington team. Okay, then you got number two UNC, a number two seed, going against number fifteen LIU Brook. 
How can you not pick UNC? Well, I got them win at least one game. I don't really like that UNC team yeah. from what I saw. You saw what they did in the uh, yeah, the I, okay? I saw that, but, but when they be ready to play. Okay, yes. we're going to see. We're going to see. They put in five walk-ons because the Stars couldn't get it done. All the more reason why they're going to play better. Okay, we're going to see. We're going <laughs> right. to see. Let's jump to the other bracket right here. In this in this particular bracket, uh, Duke is the number one seed. They played number 16, Hampton. I can't you not pick Duke, Rodney. Okay. Well, I go. Let me hear you pick the other way then. No, it's okay. okay I, yeah, I got right. my upset pick. Okay. Don't worry about it. I got my upset pick. Okay, then you got eight, Michigan against number nine, Tennessee. I'm picking Tennessee. I'm going to go with Michigan. I watched that five five special of the night. I'm gonna go with Michigan. Go that was an old five five. Well, that's true. Okay. That's true. But I'm gonna go with Michigan though. Okay. Then you got number five Arizona going against number twelve Memphis. You know, every time I pick Arizona, they 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 break my heart. They always, you know, and I, I pick them every year. I I'm gonna go ahead and go one more year with Arizona. Okay. All right. Go to Arizona. I'm gonna take Memphis. This is going to be my first upset pick, the number 12 over number 5. Right, I should have known better. I'm going with Memphis. Say, every time I, I, pick I know it ain't Derrick Rose, but I'm, I'm going with Memphis. Okay. Then this game here is a game that a lot of analysts have been talking about. That's number 4, Texas, over number 13, Oakland. I've never seen Oakland play. But from what I understand, these guys are a pretty good team. They could be a sleeper team. This could be your upset, right? Yeah, I predicted Texas to go to the Sweet 16, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. That's one of my picks. So I'm going. I'm gonna stick with Texas. You stay with Texas. I, I like that team. Okay, I, I ride with you. I ride with you on Texas. So we got Duke advancing Michigan, Memphis, and Texas. The other half of their bracket is number six Cincinnati going against number eleven Missouri. I'm going with the Cincinnati. Going with the Bearcats. Okay, I, I ride with you on that. UConn, uh, they're going up against Bucknell. UConn's got electric, electric he, he, he could have skipped that one. I'm going with UConn. Okay. Anybody don't pick right. UConn. Okay, go for it. Right. Go for it. I'll ride with you on that. Then you got Temple, number seven, going against number 10, Penn State. Upset. You're going to Penn State? Penn State. Okay. You got to pick one. Okay. You're going to go with Penn State. I'm going to go with Temple. I, I give you Penn State on that one. Okay, then you got San Diego State, number two. Against number nine, number fifteen, North Colorado. Wow, I gotta go with the number one seed. I gotta go. I gotta go with the top seed. You'll go with San Diego State. No, San Diego. This State. is this is this is what we're hearing on the web is the Cinderella team. Yeah, I know. All right, I'll ride with that. San Diego State. So we got Cincinnati, UConn, Penn State, San Diego State advancing. It's jump to the other side of the bracket where the number one seed is Kansas. They're going up against number sixteen. Uh, Boston U. I'm riding Kansas down to the Final Four. I like Kansas. I like them going to the Final Four, too. I like Kansas. I really do. Okay. And then you got number eight, UNLV, against number nine, Illinois. This is a sentimental pick for me. I'm a UNLV fan from Larry Jones back in the day. That's a long time ago, man. (laughs) Well, uh, I got to go with UNLV. I'm a sentimental pick. Okay. Well, hey. You know, you like. But that's all they got is basketball. Okay, you're right about that. I'm getting, I'm getting the reaction on the web that Oakland is a bunch of straight street ballers in Oakland. Okay, well we'll see. Okay, we'll see. All right, you got number five Vanderbilt going against number twelve Richmond. Vanderbilt. Going Vanderbilt. I think you just pick it now. I'm gonna go Richmond. That's my other twelve seed. I think I'll do something. Go over Richmond. Then you got number four, Louisville, against 13, Moorhead State. 
Louisville and the Final Four. I got Louisville. You got to go to the Final Four? Yeah. Okay. You got number six, Georgetown, versus uh, either USC or VCU. Well, when's that playing game? Wow. I kind of like USC, but Georgetown seemed to do well in the playoffs. Don't, don't be fooled by the traditional I'm going with, uh, Georgetown team now. USC. You'll take USC over Georgetown? Yeah. Okay. I would say Georgetown at least make it to the, after the first round at least. Yeah, they, they broke my heart too. Well, they've done it before in the past. Right. That's true. That's true. Uh, then you got number three, Purdue versus uh, 14, St. Peter's. Got to go Purdue. I saw them play the other day. Yeah, they're a good, good team. team. They're a good team. Then you got uh, number seven, Texas A&M versus Florida State. I saw this A&M team play a couple of weeks ago. I, I do like them. They're, they're athletic. And uh, just because I have friends there. I'm going to ride with Texas A&M. Because I got friends there, too. So I'm going to ride with A&M. Okay. But it's going to be a tough game this fall. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a tough game. Yeah. Right, we got to have somebody from Texas yeah. that, that, that moves forward. So you got to go with it. Now, this team here, this team I have seen play, this Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're going up against Akron. Notre Dame has has five starting seniors yeah. on their team. That's very, very rare in college football. They have five starting seniors on their team. And this is your last chance, too. It's your last chance, you know. So I, I think, like this sort of thing. I thought they could have got a number one seed. Yeah, yeah. I, I think these guys really go out with a bang, and they are right. a good, big physical team. i got to go with Notre Dame. They're some good shooters, too. Right. they got some good shooters. I'm going to go with Notre Dame over Akron. I think that's an easy pick right there. Let's jump to the other bracket where number one seed in this bracket is Pittsburgh. This is going to be a hard bracket to pick right here. Pittsburgh. And we're on with the number one. Pittsburgh going against UNC, Asheville, um, uh, after they um, beat up on University yeah, of Yeah, if they don't make it past this, it's going to be a big Yeah, they'll win this game. They'll win that game. Now, here's a good one. Uh, number eight, Butler against number nine, ODU. You know, Bud Love was a sleeper lad a couple of years ago. I, I do like the way they play. They play hard. They, uh, I think that that's another upset. I'm going with Butler. You're going with Butler? Okay, I'll, I'll ride with you on that one. Kansas State against number 12, Utah State. Wow. Kansas. Okay. I wrote Kansas State. That's basketball state. Yeah. I already got two number 12s winning, so I can't have three. I know right. that's way too much. Okay, now number four, Wisconsin going against 13, Belmont. Belmont team, I've heard some good things about. But you got to go with Wisconsin. they fourth rank. Come on, Rodney. I mean, hey, they only got 13 rank because they're in a different conference. That don't mean they're a bad team. Okay. We'll go, you go the other way then. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, and then we get to uh, St. John's, the number six seed, Against number eleven Gonzaga, yeah, I go with St. John. I like. I saw them play too. They're a good team. Okay, I go with St. John's with you. Now here's a team that a lot of people are talking about. They do have the best player in college basketball. They got the best player in college. Okay, that's BYU number three against number fourteen. Uh, Wolford just got put up what fifty something yeah. points of the night. Yeah. You know, I mean, anytime you have a guy that good, the players around him have to play better. Yeah. So you got to go with BYU. Okay, I'm going to go with BYU. Win, and I think Jimmer's going to have a big game. And that when Jimmer's one of those players that's going to be a college basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, may yeah. not be an NBA right. Hall of Fame, but he's, he's Yeah, he's going to break out. Kind of, yeah, he's gonna, I think he's going to break some records in the tournament. Yeah, I agree, too. And then you got number seven, UCLA against number 10, Michigan State. 
Uncle, UCLA. <laughs> okay. I'll ride with you on that. And then number two, Florida. Another uh, high pick that people have, you know, going to the Final Four against number 15, UCSB. I think Florida has a revenge factor. Um, being knocked out, mm-hmm. I think they come back with a vengeance. This year. I got to go Florida. Okay, so you got Florida. Okay, that's that's pretty much it for the Southeast Division. Let's recap real fast. Let's go back and give you guys our picks one more time. In the uh, East Division, we got Ohio State, Villanova, West Virginia, Kentucky, Xavier, Syracuse, Washington, and UNC all advancing. In the West bracket, we got Duke, Michigan, Memphis, Texas, Cincinnati, UConn, Penn State, and San Diego State advancing in the West. And in the Southwest, we got Kansas, UNLV, Richmond, Louisville, Georgetown, Purdue, Texas A&M, and Notre Dame advancing there. Southeast, we got Pittsburgh, Butler, Kansas State, Wisconsin, St. John's, BYU, UCLA, and Florida. That's in the southeast. So that's our picks. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I go with that. Okay, so that's our picks right there. And we'll put these up on the on the website for you guys to play along with us and also, you know, see if we do well or what we do. Yeah, you know, I'm better when it get down to Sweet 16, but I, I, I'll, I'll take a risk. Well, you might as well. You ain't got nothing to lose, right? Got nothing to lose. So anyone listening out there, make sure you guys email us your brackets, email us your picks, your comments, anything about the show. Let us know what you thought about the show tonight in our new format. You know, let us know what you how you felt about that. Email us at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. If you want to follow any mass basketball, go to DallasMassBlog dot com and Ranger fans we're getting ready to talk a lot about ready that. for baseball right ready for Spring that is in there ready for that so we're gonna go to rangersfanblog.com dot com and you can follow everything you want to know about the Rangers yeah I can go to the game and get ready to get my beer party started <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget about that too the beer party is that's right for the fans baby right so we won't we're gonna take football back yeah so make sure you check out the beer party send us an email about that as well too uh, that's been our show tonight, guys. It's been an hour and a half. It's been a great show. We want to thank uh, everyone over at Deep End uh, Media for helping us put this together and get everything on the website uh, live there. So I want to thank them for doing that. And, of course, stay tuned with us. Keep it locked. Check us out on Thursday night. at uh, Go to rfsportsradio.com. You can find us there Thursday live at 10 p.m. And stay tuned with us. Keep it locked with us. You listen to the RF Sports Radio Show, powered by Deep End Media. You want me to just keep the hair calm? For you, or you want to do this? Just me and you talking, right? What about a collar? Hmm? I can't hear the collar, can I? No, I can't hear the collar. Can I put the... What I can do, what I'm thinking about doing, man, is honestly just turning this down.
on the speaker right here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.